Hey, hey, NFA Money Mamas. Before we get started, I want to invite you to be a guest on the Woman Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm looking for women entrepreneurs who want to record a biz breakdown session, focusing on actionable ideas that will help you scale your business more easily by getting into your zone of manifestation. You would be an ideal guest if you are a full-time woman entrepreneur with a service-based business and are in action scaling to the next level. This biz breakdown session is 100% free, so head on over to www.thewomanentrepreneurpodcast.com and sign up for your biz breakdown session today. Hello, hello, NFA Money Mamas. It's time for another biz breakdown session for this episode of the Women Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm psyched you're here because today I have probably one of my favorite women on the planet. She is such a rock star and she really has an incredible business. So she's come on to chat with us about how awesome her business is and things that we can brainstorm to help her scale faster. So welcome Jen Spanauer to today's Biz Breakdown session. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. Um, love, I love getting um, just that on the spot feedback from you. You always give me great things to think about. So thank you for having me for the Biz Breakdown today. Yeah, this is fun. So for those of you who don't know yet, if it's your first time here for a biz breakdown session, this is something that I invite women entrepreneurs just like Jen, just like you to come on, hang out with me, promote your business and also get some feedback on different areas that you can help to scale faster. So it could be website stuff. It could be mindset stuff. It could be marketing. It could be, you know, asking really specific questions about, you know, Hey, is my strategy working to bring in new people? Do I need to refine my niche? Different questions like that. And if you go back and listen to previous episodes of biz breakdown sessions, you'll get to hear the process and see if it sounds aligned for you. If it is something that you want to come on and do, go ahead and go to the woman entrepreneur podcast.com, the woman entrepreneur podcast.com. And you'll see at the top of the page, there's a button that says biz breakdown session or get your biz breakdown session. Just click on that and see if it's a good fit for you. I'd love to have you on. All right. So I always like to start with this question. So for you, Jen, if I could give you a magic wand and let's say, I like to say six months to a year from now, Hmm. I could give you a magic wand and you could go like, hey, this is where I want my business to be in that amount of time. What would you say are your big, your big manifestations in that amount of time? Where do you want your business to be? Yeah, I, um, for one, I just, I feel like I want to step into my potential. Um, I have a lot of, I know I have a lot of potential and I have a lot of intentions and I'm not quite living that yet. And so I want to get to a place of a six figure business and one that is bringing in predictable monthly income without me feeling totally overwhelmed. Mm, I love these words. Okay. I'm so curious, everyone here, if this is something that resonates for you, like, I want that too. Let us know, you know, you can, if you're watching on YouTube, you can leave a comment there or DM me by taking a screenshot of the podcast, putting it at, at NFA money is where this shows up. So at NFA money and just share it with your community and say like, oh my God, this resonates DM me. I'd love to hear from you. And, and Jen, I think that this is something that 
almost everyone I work with talks about, right? They go like, I want predictable income that's stable and continuously growing and especially doing things I love. When you say intentions, will you share a little bit what those are? Like you said, you have a lot of intentions, but you're not fulfilling your potential. So what are some of those intentions? One that you've heard me talk about in the past is to start my own podcast. I have had this desire for a very long time starting back from the very first podcast I ever listened to, which was Entrepreneurs on Fire. And I actually listened to that this morning and they were talking with the founder of Podnatch, which you told me about. Yeah. So I want to have my podcast up and running. I want to be interviewed on podcasts. I want to be speaking on stages and I want to be working with high level women who want to find more fulfillment, more success, um, more challenge in their career. Mm, these are good. And you know, what? something I want to say that's awesome is that you're so clear about what those are. Mm-hmm. What would you say is the number one thing holding you back? Because, you know, especially when I hear someone say, I've been wanting to do this for a long time and yet they haven't yet. What's holding you back? Yeah, I think that, I mean, I there's always mindset you know, I think that's, that comes into play, but I think for me, it's more of a feeling of, I've got like multiple tentacles that all need to be operating at once. And I, I just get too spread too thin. Mm-hmm. So I tend to end up getting my energy, get sucked into the thing that's right in front of me, which for example, I am taking a group of women out on a retreat this Friday out to Red Mountain Resort in Utah and so all of my energy in the last couple of weeks have been focused on that versus which, it, you know, I need the energy to be there and I need to also be continuing to build for the momentum beyond that retreat. So I tend to get tunnel focused on what's right in front of me. And then it's like, oh, yeah, the podcast is not the priority at this moment. Um, speaking, putting my, you know, all those things, it just feels like too much to do for one person. And I haven't personally had a ton of success with hiring a virtual assistant. Um, One definitely helped me more than the other, but it's like, I have to be clear what I want them to do. Yeah. I'm going to get what I need out of them. So yeah, sometimes I find myself just spinning in all the ideas. Yeah. Okay. Did you get a chance yet to listen to the zone of manifestation business scaling roadmap? Do you you know what I'm talking about? I heard in in your last interview, you meant you mentioned it and I watched you talk about it, but just one time it's not like fully ingrained in my mind yet. Okay. So everyone here who's listening, if you haven't listened to it yet, go to episode three, because basically this is where when you come on a biz breakdown session, I often go like, okay, let's see where you are on that roadmap, because it helps you understand and detect the symptoms that you're experiencing. And so it's really interesting. What I see is most people are either in zone one or zone two. So zone one is the manic imposter zone. This is usually when you're just starting a business or you're coming up with new ideas for a business. You have this sense of elation and excitement and you're like, oh my God, I love everything about it. And yet I feel like an imposter and I'm not sure what to do most people 80% of the people that I work with and who are probably listening to this are in zone number two which is the over deliver and undercharge zone Mm -hmm. and what that looks like is a lot of what you're talking about where it's like you have too many products and programs Mm -hmm. so you get scattered in your thinking and you're over delivering and and really overworking and then you're not making the ROI because even if you're not let's say you're not necessarily undercharging for the things you're offering it's that you have so many things out there 
that it it's ineffective in the marketing approach because it's like, do I market to this or do I market to that? And, and then no one really knows exactly what you're promoting. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. And it's not, it's not always just the, the multiple products I could be offering. It's the multiple, you know, it's like the podcast, starting up the podcast doing, you know, it's some of those things behind the scenes, the marketing um, activities that I'd like to be doing better. Yeah. But I think, you know, it's interesting, Amanda, because I feel like in my, when I first started this business full time, it was right when we were all in the beginning of the pandemic. And I feel like I had no, well, I shouldn't say no, none. I had little imposter syndrome because I was just like embracing my authentic self. I was putting myself out there. I was just planting seeds and, you know, it was nothing but upside. Right. Yeah. Um, I feel like, you know, there are these waves that we go through in the business and I had so much momentum and then it became more executing on some of the things I had created. And um, it's like keeping that momentum and continuing to build. The beginning was so exciting and I was just having so much fun with it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, you know, I think for you, you, it's interesting because, you know, for those of you listening, instead of watching Jen's business is, and I'm going to put it up on the screen so you all can see it and I'll say it. So for the podcast listeners, her business is called position for success. So if you go to www.position for success and check out her website, it's pretty freaking awesome that we're going to share it on the screen here. Like she has, you can see that she is good at marketing, clear on who she's targeting. Um, you know, so she says empowering professionals and organizations to achieve greater success and fulfillment. Okay. So, you know, she's targeting women professional or she's targeting professionals and the goal is for them to achieve greater success and fulfillment. Now, um, as we scroll through, you know, we see she has an eight week online program and then she works with individuals and organizations. She gives some really awesome uh, content about herself. You know, she's a Fortune 500 corporate executive turned certified professional career empowerment coach. So Jen's coming into this from. I would say a very empowered place. You know, you come from a, a, a corporate background where you that imposter syndrome in some ways is going to be reduced when you start a business. And then like you're saying, you know, that ebb and flow happens when this happens. I see a lot of times like women will come in from business world or potentially making a pretty high income and then they start a business and all of those imposter syndrome stuff start to get triggered over time because they're like, oh God, I got to come up with my own income and I got to come up with promoting myself. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's different thing than you know, getting a paycheck every month. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, everyone definitely check out her website. So positionforsuccess.com. She's been on the news. She does, I mean, she does speaking retreats, awesome, awesome stuff. And so one thing I, I want to question for you, Jen, because you have so many cool programs and I, you know, you're to me like a very articulate speaker and powerful. And I know that you're incredibly good at creating community. Like you have created really good communities. So with, you know, one thing you said is like with the magic wand, you'd go like, oh, a podcast, you know, a a six figure business with predictable monthly income. What would you say in that overarching theme when you look back at your business development through the years, what is your zone of genius? Like if you articulated it into one sentence, what would you say is your zone of genius? Um, I think my zone of genius is bringing people together so connecting people and 
helping people see how amazing they are and what their possibilities are. Okay. Okay. So bringing people together. And when you say people, is it women and women? It's, it's more women. Yeah. And okay. I mean, those, that's really like my passion, but I think that I also can undervalue or underestimate my years of corporate experience. That's just kind of comes through and how I deliver um, my, myself as a, as a coach and a business owner. Mm-hmm. Because the other part of my zone of genius is helping. I think part of why I help people see the possibilities mm-hmm. is I come from a background of innovation consulting and I've got that like, expanding growth mindset. And sometimes I feel like I can do that better for other people than myself even. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Which is common, right? Because we can see other people's blind spots more easily than we can see our own, which is why it's so important to have a coach. You know, we don't always see where our stuck points are. When when you say that zone of genius, connecting and bringing people together, what is, what is the, I would say like, what is the calling, the inspiration to do a podcast? Because, and and I'll say this and everyone here pay attention to this. We will never take action on something that isn't connected to our highest values. Mm -hmm. So if you have a perception that the podcast will fulfill your ability to connect and bring people together, you'll create it. If you don't see that connection, you're going to be hesitating, procrastinating and not taking action. So in my mind, I think there's a missing link in your mind there Mm -hmm. that needs to be links because once you start to see like, Oh, podcast is an amazing way to build community. Then you'll be in action. You'll figure it out. The other part of my, my mission given my own life experience is to help people find and live into what they were born to do. Hmm. The podcast, in my mind, would give me the, it's a tool to help people see the possibilities. Because as I would interview clients of mine who've gone through my What's Next program, who've discovered what they really want to do in life that's more aligned with, uh, you know, a calling or what they feel they were meant to do, and now they're doing it, I want to bring those stories to the table for the women who were like I was when I was in corporate going, this isn't it. And I don't know what to do about it or what it is. Yeah. So it, I like in my heart, I know it would be a great thing to do. I think it's just, it's just a matter of what, what's on the front burner and what's on the back burner. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think this, one of the symptoms of being an over-deliver and undercharge zone is having too many things on the plate. And then, and you're right. What will happen is you start to get hyper-focused on one thing. Then once that's gone through, then you go, oh, now I got to focus on this. And now I got to focus on this. And it's really challenging to build momentum and scale when that's happening. You know, for me, when I started my business, I, I got to six figures because I had one program offering. That was it. Like I had one option. I had my podcast, which was a way to, you know, I think of podcast as building community and building your expert platform and getting people to know, like, and trust you over time, because especially with podcasting is so cool. They can binge listen. And then they are like, Oh my God, I'm part, I know you, you know, when they reach out to work with you, they're like, I already feel like I know you, which is a huge benefit of having a podcast. So in some ways I think about podcasts as a different aspect of your business than your program, right? It's more of your marketing aspect of your business than the program. So it draws people into yes. your community and what you're offering. Yes. So, you know, in my mind, you know, in terms of the offerings that you have, 
do are you do you have a good system set up to bring people into the what's next program and then your retreat is like an offshoot of that or you know tell me a little bit there because to me what i see going on is just a scattered approach which is going to be hard to build momentum and scale the six figures yes absolutely and one of the things i wrote down before talking to you in my nfa notebook that i have yeah um, (laughs) is that you know i want um my programs, where did I write this? I, I just want my offers to work together so that it takes clients through a journey. Yes. Guess, you know, it's longer client retention. It's more value for them. And then I think naturally out of that, if they're working with you longer and I work with a lot of women, it creates, it will create a, a community. Yeah. Um, so right now I think where I have probably struggled a little bit is my desire to really help people with their careers because that's what I struggled with. And it's such an important part of our lives that, Mm -hmm. you know, if you're doing something that you feel is what you are meant to do or what you're naturally good at, that's going to make your whole life easier and happier and better when you're, you know, anyway. um, So there's that. And then some of the things I do like the retreat, and the up-level club, they're more like general mindset, you know, positive mindset, um, finding fulfillment, having direction on an intention in life. So I think I need to really consider how to bring those together because it's like two yeah. different things and it's not going. So right now my retreat is completely a separate entity. Okay. Yep. And um, the what's next club. I mean, the what's next program is a separate entity and my up level club, which is really my community building tactic is also separate. Now I will say that a lot of the people who, and you know, this, the people who've come through my what's next group coaching program, many times they've come from the up level club, but it's not an intentional tied together with a strategic thread kind of. Yeah. I love the term you use there. It's the client journey, right? And and really what you're highlighting that's so important for everyone watching to know is like, if you're marketing to three different communities, it's making your efforts way less effective and you're going to be burnt out and overwhelmed because you can't gain momentum when you're like, oh, over here, I'm talking to this group and over here, I'm talking to this group and over here, I'm talking to this group because there's, you can't build enough of a community around those three things. Mm-hmm. Let's say this, you could over time, but it's going to take a long time <laughs> and more money and time and energy and effort than you, than you probably want to put in. You know, one of the things you said was um, predictable monthly income breaking through to six figures without killing yourself. Right. Right. Yes. And so this is one of the biggest things I see happening exactly like you're, you're depicting it so well. And I, and I know that a lot of people listening resonate because they're like, Oh my God, this is exactly what I'm struggling with. And I have done it in the past too, where you are afraid to focus on one group because you think you're going to lose out on helping people. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it comes from that beautiful heart where you're like, but I want to help everyone. And I have gifts to bring to everyone. Right. And, and some so- of the women who've been so loyal to my up-level club, yeah. they're, not, they're not in a place to need the what's next for That's like, not yeah. why we're there. So then I think, well, what about if I really make it all about that, then what happens to so-and-so and so-and-so? Yeah. Yeah. So some of this, would you say you have a, have a habit of, it, it, this might sound harsh, but it, we'd be like in the realm of people pleasing, giving yeah, too no. much. 
Yeah. I mean, I get pleasure out of pleasing others, but yes, definitely. Yeah. 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 So, so there's a money block there, right? Where we go, Oh God, I'm stuck in thinking that I need to help everybody mm-hmm. and that I can't, if I drop this certain aspect of my business, I'm not going to be able to help as many people and those people might suffer and I feel bad and I feel guilty. Yeah. 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 yeah I think so. And I think, yeah, it's a, um, yeah, I, I think that's probably true. So what if, what would it feel like for you if you imagined in a year from now having a really awesome community who was all filled with your five star rock star avatar? Like who would that be? Describe that woman for me. Like who is your five star client who you just love to serve? Yeah. And I've been thinking about this um, a lot, obviously. I, I think that where I would love to start my, my ideal client is I start with the woman who is currently struggling with, she's maybe currently working. Okay. She's, she's no longer, there's a couple of things that seem to come up for my, for my clients. They're either just not fulfilled anymore. Okay. They don't feel valued anymore. Sometimes it's because as we get older, like all the younger people are getting all the attention or they don't, they they're not challenged anymore. Okay. So they've like lost the spark. They've lost their spark, but they are comfortable. They don't know what else they would even consider doing. So they just stay and the years fly by so quickly. And then it's like, well, what I changed now. Um, So I would love to start with someone who's at that point, start with the, with the woman when she's currently possibly in her job, but not feeling fulfilled or not feeling challenged or valued. I want to help her actually believe that there are other possibilities, help her find those opportunities and map out a career roadmap. And then once she gets into that new, that new job, I want to be there to be helping her succeed within the job. So it's kind of like that full, where am I meant to go and how am I going to get there? Yeah. And then help me get there. And now that I'm here, how do I succeed in this brand new job that may be a brand new industry? Got it. Okay. Okay. Awesome. So clarity of vision there is really important. One thing I want to ask you is, you know, what's the cost to you if you don't niche down to that target audience? What's the cost to you and the people and and the women that you are desiring to serve? Mm -hmm. Um, Probably just, well, it's my time, but it's also just lengthening how long it takes me to get where I, where I need the business to be. And at some point I wouldn't be able to sustain it. Yeah. Yeah. So I want everyone here to think about this, you know, when you have so many irons in the fire, it burns you out. Not only does it drain your income, it drains your energy. And it also feels really frustrating because you're not getting the validation of getting big successes and having more and more people be attracted to you easily. You know, so on that zone of manifestation, business scaling roadmap, when you get to zone four, that's when people are just flowing to you. And you know, the reason that happens It's because they get that you're the right person to flow to based on you being so clear in your niche Mm -hmm. that they're like, Jen is my go-to person for career empowerment. Like, and it's hard to do that when they see like, oh, she's got this and this and this, but Mm -hmm. none of it's totally related to career empowerment. So you're not in their mind yet the go-to person for that. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing, the question I have for you. So right now I have, um, 
I have the what's next program, which is very clearly aligned with the first stage of that journey. Yep. And then several of my one-on-one clients right now are in their first 90 days of a new promotion or a new job. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of like at the back end. So I am yeah. working with them there. They may not have gone through my whole journey. They may have come in at the end there. Um, are those two things too dif- too disparate from each other? So one is helping you find the the thing you're meant to do. And the other is once you get in there, I'm like your back pocket coach. I love that you have, to me, what you're doing is bringing a solution across the client journey at different stages, Mm -hmm. but it's the same target audience. Mm -hmm. I think that's the biggest niching down thing that most people miss is you've got to be targeting the same audience. Mm -hmm. You know, so like, for example, let's say for me, I was targeting career women and entrepreneurial women, this podcast would be very confusing because those are very different conversations, Uh right? Like it would be sure mindset related, empowerment related, because that's definitely what I do to help individuals, but it's, I'm focused on entrepreneurs. It's a very different mindset than a career mindset. And so for you, I think that the key for you is to get really clear on your target person. And then it's totally okay to create different programs for them across the client journey. In fact, it's a very smart move. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. in addition to that, I'd say before you break through to the six figure mark, you want to really be hyper promoting one program. You'll have those other programs available, but it's not what you're targeting and it's not what you're mainly talking about in the world. So let's say you create a podcast that has to do with up leveling for career women. Yeah. That's very clear. Like, and, and, you know, definitely hang out with me more about in terms of name. And, and I know this because of experience. <laughs> yeah, I know you've been through a couple. Yeah, I know. Third rebrand. I'm like, Oh, it's I thought long. about that because I heard you talking about that in one of your other podcasts. And I was remembering the podcast name I was considering and it's, it's cute, but it's not clear. <laughs> yeah, totally. And I think, and, and I didn't think about this either. I always thought, well, you build a tribe around a cool kitschy name, right. but the truth is they can't find you and you make it really hard on yourself. And I see it over and over again. Like I can scroll through names of podcasts and I'm like, Oh, yeah. you must have the money block. Money is hard to make <laughs> because you're making it hard on yourself. And I did the same thing, you know? And so, you know, getting really clear on your avatar, I'd say is like key number one, because it helps you niche down and it helps you get into zone three, which is where you get to value yourself more yeah. because people see you as an expert in that way. And then what you're talking about is awesome. So it's like you have a stage for them to come in the door easily. You have the what's next program, which is your main target. Like that's what goes out in your marketing, your content, your podcast, like everything you create until you get that to six figures. Now, let's say you have women come in and be like, oh, my God, you're a career empowerment coach. I want to work with you. I already have the career I love, but I want to take it to the next level. Then you have that individualized consult and go, oh, I have a great one-on-one system for that. Right. right. It's just not what you're marketing to. Right. right. So it's, it's awesome to have different options available across the client journey, just niche down to one type of avatar. Right. Um, and, and, you know, I want to say this to everyone because I think it's a really powerful thought around loss and letting go of letting go to niche down. You know, I like to share with people, loss is the gain of that, which is more aligned. So loss is the gain of that, which is more aligned. So when we cut things off, it's a decision. And what it does is opens the door for more clarity and faster manifestation time. Uh So when we cut off, let's say, and I've done this in my business where, you know, I used to work with a lot of men and a lot of women and a lot of different types of entrepreneurs. And I've just niched down, niched down, niched down. And the more I niche down, the 
the bigger my audience is growing more quickly because they're like, oh, Amanda works with women entrepreneurs. They're mm -hmm. raising their hand and they're reaching out to me because it's so clear. And it took me a long time to get there because same thing. I was afraid. It was like, God, but I love helping all these people. And, you know, all these different types of people are coming to me. But now I'm getting like, like today, I got a phone call this morning, like and someone inviting me to speak on stage because they're like, there are not enough women entrepreneurs talking about money making and we want you at our event that would not have happened if I hadn't niched down. Yeah. yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So we want to get you really clear on niching down. And, and I would say, you know, just knowing your business pretty well and looking at what you have to offer on your website, you know, hyper focusing on this eight week what's next program, mm -hmm. because I know you rock this out and I know you get results for people yeah. Yeah. and it's a great in, in the door with you and then build a podcast around this program like in your mind what's the podcast conversation around this program and how can i build community around it break through to the six figure mark and then see what's next you know for you <laughs> yeah. i love i love that it's the what's next program you yeah. know then you get different it's like a different vantage point once you break through six figures then you can start looking at different delegation strategies adding different programs and things yeah. like that and you know it's um just something really relevant right now my very first coaching client she actually lives out your way. I won't say her name um, out loud, but one of my favorite, favorite clients. And she started off with um, getting hired into a new promotion and wanting some support to make sure she could, you know, level up to that. Then she went through my what's next program because she knew that that wasn't really her ultimate long-term goal. And she finished that program probably a year or more ago. And she just reached out to me and told me she's she's gone and gotten a certification based on what came out of the What's Next program. And she's um, she's leaving this job and moving to the one that she really wants. So now I have the opportunity to serve her again. In a yes. Way, but it's the same person who's cut. So she's like my when I think of my ideal client. Brilliant. Yes. That's awesome. So what you want to do is reverse engineer all your programs based on that in mind and, and podcast. You're thinking when you're talking about, you know, you're like going, what's the name of the podcast? What are the episode titles? You're thinking about who, how you're teaching that person to walk through that client journey, because that's a perfect example. Yeah. And so, you know, I thought of another thing uh, when you were talking about so awesome, like those are the moments where you just, to me, and I know you're, you're like such a big hearted, oh, I love your heart. <laughs> you know, like when you get those people and they email you and they share with you and you're like, yes, this is what I'm doing in the world. So don't be afraid that when you start to niche down and you let go of some of the people that are no longer in that community for the future growth, mm -hmm. like they'll come to you in a different way. Right. I promise. <laughs> like, that's where I think we get scared where we go, like, I'm going to lose people. I'm going to lose the connection. Like, it doesn't need to be that way. It's just now that you're refining so that you are the most potent and powerful with the money, time and energy that you're putting into your business. Mm -hmm. And it causes everything to be able to grow a lot more quickly. And yeah. so, you know, in that podcast thinking, I'd be thinking like, ooh, OK, how can I think of my podcast as a fun easy way to connect with the right audience. It creates my content on a regular basis. And, and I want you to go simple at first. Like you're new to podcasting. Don't overthink it. I read, oh my gosh, actually, I'm going to, I don't think I can share it easily on here right now, but I, these stats were 
insanely astounding to me. I'm not sure if I can find it, but it was like podcasting stats about like 10% of podcasters haven't, there's like 4 million podcasts, but only 10% have posted in the last 10 days. And like the inconsistency with it, like a lot of people think that the market's saturated with podcasting. Not true. If you're consistent and you're dedicated and you keep going, you can build to a top 5% podcast over time. Like it is actually absolutely doable. And then I see you because you love to speak and you're so good at it. And you can have interviews if you choose, you can do like sessions like this. You can choose how to create it however you want. Like you get to have that heart centered connection. You get to have your speaking platform and then you'll start getting invited into, you know, on your website, I see the individual in the corporate, you'll start getting invited to do keynotes for women who are in their career process and they're looking to up level. So all these doors of opportunity will open to you as you niche down. Yeah. And I, you know, I, I wonder if some of your listeners would relate to this, especially those like me who are ambitious and have lots of ideas <laughs> yes. the vision that I see for myself is all the things like in the bigger long-term, you know, like a book, all these things. Yeah. And I think the discipline that I've struggled with is starting small. Yes. And to like start it all and push it all up the hill. I love it. Yes. Thank you for saying that. That's so important. So, so that's what we're going to end with. What's the action step for the next, let's say for the end of this year. So right now we're recording this. It's 2022. We're moving into quarter four. What is in quarter four going to be the action steps you take based on what we talked about today to start to niche down and narrow in and build momentum in a specific direction? Yeah, I think it is clearly um, laying out for myself, but also for my website and for everywhere, the customer journey mm-hmm. and, um, and how I, I think what you said makes so much sense is that the focus of the communication becomes on the entry point. And that was one of the things I struggled with is like I'm promoting too many things. Yeah. So to focus on the what's next program um, and I, as I mentioned, I'm going to, on my retreat and I'm after the retreat ends, I'm staying a couple days for myself to have a business retreat. And I'm kind of a symbolic type person. As a matter of fact, part of why I go to Red Mountain is bring people there is because it's my happy place. Um, I, I think I'm going to bring this microphone with me and just, <sighs> just record my first podcast. I've worked with you on it in the past. I've drafted it. You know, I've thought about it a lot. Um, I think it would be really cool for my very first podcast to be recorded at Red Mountain Resort. I love that idea. Yes. Oh yeah. I can't wait to see what's to come from that. That's especially because you're going to leave that event. So inspired, you know, I I know how much you love that community connection and you have, you attract such an amazing group of women. So you're going to be on fire and oh, that's the best place to start. And I'm going to be in the midst of such an inspirational backdrop and totally. Yeah. Okay. Your, your action step then is to send that episode to me. Will, will you do that? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> awesome. Good. Okay. I'm ah, I love that you're here. Thank you so much. And you know, for all the people listening, share in some way what you got out of today. So if you're watching on YouTube, you can share in the comments, 
Or if you're listening to the podcast, just take a screenshot. And I like to remind people how to do this, like how to promote people you're listening to. A lot of money, time, and energy goes into creating a podcast. And we do it because we love bringing value to the table. And it helps us when you share it with other people. So if you got something out of today, just take a screenshot of the podcast on your phone and then post it to your favorite social media. I'm on Instagram the most. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Facebook. And then just tag me in it at NFA Money. And then start a conversation with me. I love to hang out with my people. Like, you know, just like Jen, I love community. And that's one of my big quests. And it's one of the reason I, reasons I started the Women Entrepreneur Podcast is because I went like, I want to start an, a community of badass women entrepreneurs who are heart-centered, driven to have their business be a really big core center of their life where they get to create impact and income and be financial powerhouses and up-level the world. So that's why I do what I do. And it helps me when you blast it out and share it with people in your community and connect with me. So awesome. Thank you, Jen. And again, for everyone to go check out Jen, she's positionforsuccess.com. Positionforsuccess.com. She has an incredible eight-week program. I know she's in the middle of revamping on it on her website. Right. I'm it's actually a 90-day program now because I realized oh, cool. there's more in-depth work to be done. Okay, perfect. But it's it's actually I'm kicking it off again in September, but it'll be coming back again in January. And okay. if I could also just um, offer people to find me on Instagram at Jen, um, Jen underscore position for success. Awesome. Okay. So Jen underscore and then position for success, all one word. Yes. Okay. Jen underscore position for success. So connect with Jen, share how you got impact today. She is I mean, really, like it makes my eyes fill up with tears. She's one of my favorite women on the planet. <laughs> I often think of you, Jenna, as my client avatar. Like, I'm like, I just love your energy. I love what you're doing in the world. You make me smile every day. So thank you for being yeah. here. Yes. And thank you, everyone else. And until next time, NFA Money Making High Fives. Hey friends, just a quick reminder that I'm looking for women entrepreneurs who want to do a biz breakdown session with me on this show, just like the one that you heard on today's episode. Think of this as a zone of manifestation audit to help you scale your business and make money more easily. During our recorded session, you'll get free money coaching from me with clear action steps that will help you scale your business more easily. And of course, as a guest on the show, you'll be able to promote your business and get some extra exposure. I'm doing this on a first come, first serve basis. So head on over to www.bewomanentrepreneurpodcast.com and sign up for your biz breakdown session today.